I don't wanna be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free, so you could hear the truth. Yeah, Hello, welcome to the Truth For Youth podcast with Micah Murphy. So last week, if you tuned into last week's episode, it was titled Day One, Dollar Zero. And that was just strictly talking about a new chapter in my life, a new chapter in my family's life as we are in a transition state at the moment. Um, it's kind of kind of weird for me. It's been 13 years of being on a church staff as a youth pastor, and now that is no longer and what God has in store, uh, we're still working through that. I don't know if I'll be on church staff again, but you know what? That's God's uh, call, and I'm just being um, being led by Him and trying to be obedient at the moment. So what does that have to do with today's message? Well, today's message is our mission is clear. So regardless if I go back on staff or not, whether I'm a youth pastor or not, my mission is not changed. My mission is still clear. And in fact, your mission is still clear. And sometimes we battle with that. Sometimes we wrestle with that. What is my purpose in life? What has God designed me to do? What am I supposed to do? Well, here's the thing. Our mission is clear, but now how we accomplish that mission may not be so clear. And here's what I mean by that. If we look at the book of Matthew, we look in chapter 28, verses 18 through 20, this is what it said. Jesus drew near and said to them, and he's got his disciples, okay? So he says, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Go then to all peoples everywhere and make them my disciples. Baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teach them to obey everything I have commanded you and I will be with you always to the end of the age. So here we see Jesus. He's gathered his disciples, and he's talking to them. And he's saying, look, this is what I want. I want you to go out, and I want you to make disciples of all people everywhere, all nations, every person that you possibly can, I want you to share Jesus with them. I want you to share my message with them. I want you to share hope, salvation with them. And then I want you to teach them, right? And I want you to baptize them. And all this has been given to me as Jesus, as Lord. I've been given this authority to now command you to do that. Now, you've probably heard that passage, or maybe you haven't, but if you have heard that passage, it's a pretty common passage, and it's also known as the Great Commission. You know, what does that actually mean? What does the word commission mean? Well, if you actually look at that word in, a, in, a, in the dictionary, the definition of it is, it's an instruction, it is a command, it is a duty that is given to a person or a group of people. So now we look at what Jesus just told his disciples, and he didn't suggest that they do this. He didn't ask them to do this. He was actually commanding them to do this. He was giving them the instructions of, okay, now this is what you are to go and do. This is your mission. And he didn't really give them necessarily specifics, like this is exactly how I want you to do it. Now, he does kind of lead the disciples uh, down different paths and, and has them doing different tasks. But there's this overall mission to accomplish. And we're left with, with some freedom to kind of accomplish that mission. And we've all been given different tasks and different 
uh, abilities and skills and different environments that, that we're either born into or that we are currently living in to be able to take advantage of that or to use those things to accomplish the mission that we've been given. Now, this mission, yes, it was given to disciples, to his apostles, but this is a mission really for all Christians. You know, once we've accomplished the first task of, of our life, which is understanding who God is, understanding who Jesus is, and we accept him as personal Lord and Savior, and that means we are become followers of Christ, we're Christians, Although sometimes we use that word Christian and it's not really truly Christians. It's uh, followers of Christ, okay? If you're really sold out for Jesus, you know, you're, you're a follower of Christ, okay? That's really what the definition of a Christian is. We're supposed to be. Society sometimes twists that a little bit. But once we've accomplished that in life, then our task, then our mission then becomes sharing that with others. So that is what my mission continues to be whether I'm a youth pastor or not, and that's what your mission, if you are a Christ follower, your mission is clear. It is to do this very thing that we read about in Matthew chapter 28. It is to go then to people everywhere and make them disciples. Now, again, let's go back to some definitions of, of words. What is, what is a disciple? Well, a disciple is a follower. It is a student. Um, it is a learner who learns in order to do. That was a definition I remember one of my um, seminary professors telling us. He goes, a, a disciple is really a, a learner who is learning in order that they can go and do. You know, if you really think about that, that's a pretty neat definition, okay? So I'm, I'm someone who is trying to learn. I'm learning stuff. And once I do learn those things, then I can go out and do myself. So look, if we apply that to being a Christian, we're learners. We're learning about Christ. We're learning about God. We're learning how to grow in our relationship. And once we learn those things, then we can turn and we can teach. We can go do those things, right? We teach others how to do the same. And that's really what the definition of the disciple is or followers of Christ. They're followers, they're students, they're, you know, kind of learning. So once we go back to that uh, passage in Matthew 28 and we see that, that we are to go to all peoples everywhere and make them disciples, make them students, make them learners who are learning so that they can go and do, and then baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Um, again, baptism doesn't save you. It is just a symbol. It's assembling to the world that you are a Christ follower. So that's kind of, um, but it's an, but it is an instruction. God wants us to do those things. He wants us to be baptized. And then he says, teaching them to obey. Obey what? Well, obey the law, obey your parents. Well, yeah, kind of, but it's also to mainly to obey everything that Jesus has commanded us. You know, if we go back and we look through, through Scripture, we see that we are supposed to be obedient to parents. Yes, we're supposed to be obedient to authority levels. So we, we are to teach what Jesus has taught. Again, to be followers of Christ. And we are to continue to do that. That is our mission. That is my mission. That is your mission as a Christ follower. Um, so now let's get into this a little bit more detail. What exactly does that does that look like? Well, it's going to look different for all of us, okay? That's, that's the neat thing about life. That's the neat thing about being an individual. God creates us uniquely 
We have different personalities. We have different talents, different skill sets. And so what is it that you're good at or what is it that you feel called to? Because there is one mission, but guess what? There's a lot of ways to accomplish that mission. There's different avenues that we can use to, to achieve that mission. Um, look, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of sports and it's fall at the time of this recording. So we have fall, we have football. And if you think about a football team, you think about a coach, what is the coach's goal? The coach's goal is to win football games, right? And hopefully he's also developing players. Um, hopefully he's also developing um, these young men into to, to becoming more than what they currently are, whatever level that is. And you have young sons in Pop Warner. I have an older son in high school. But then when you get the collegiate level, you know, it's, it's kind of teaching these guys how to be men. But obviously their main task as a football coach is to win games. And you just look at various football teams and various programs, there's different coaching styles. There's different strategies. It may be more of a passing offense, more of a running offense. You may have the option. You may be defense focused. Um, you have different styles of recruiting. Maybe you're recruiting certain positions. You know, there's various strategies involved in trying to win that game, okay, in order to have a winning season or a winning program. Um, so different coaches obviously achieve it differently. And that's okay. There's not one specific right way. Uh, we can also look at many other things in life. Students, you are, uh, if you're in school, okay, and you are studying for tests, I bet you not everybody in your class studies the exact same way. Uh, I know all the different people that I was around growing up and, and in school and even in you know college and, and, and graduate programs, everybody has a different skill. Everybody has a different learning uh, the, the way they learn and the way they study. Some people need more uh, visual aids. They need to see stuff. They need to maybe have cue cards or maybe they need to watch something or even watch instruction. Others may be more audible they are, or, um, or they actually are hearing it. You know, they need to listen to something or they need to write it. Some people need to write out their study notes. I had some people that would rewrite their study guides over and over and over to help them learn it, to help them memorize it. Some people studied better in groups. Some people were better individuals. Uh, some people were, were good at studying all throughout the semester. Other people were the crammers, you know, at the last minute. But different people did it differently and they hopefully were successful at it. Um, so young people, if you're looking for a new study technique, I would encourage you do not use those that people are using and they're not passing the class. But if you have some straight A students, they're doing well, you may want to try some of their study strategies. Um, here's another example for you. Okay, so I have three sons and every week we have a mission. We have a mission of keeping our yard looking nice, right? And that means cutting the grass, right? That's the big picture. Well, since we have three sons, they divide up the task. Uh, currently, right now, my youngest one, Gavin, he's in charge of cutting the grass. So he mows the grass. Then my middle son, Colin, he's in charge of doing the trim work, the weeding. Um, and then my oldest son, Micah, he is in charge of doing the edging and the blowing. So the three of them, their mission is the same. Their mission is to have our yard looking nice on a weekly basis. Now they each have different tasks, they each have different responsibilities, but the three of them working together, they accomplish that mission. 
So if we look at this and how God has given us the mission of making disciples, we do that differently based on maybe our skill sets or maybe based on what we feel called to do. You know, I was doing that as a youth pastor for a long time, but there's also plenty of other avenues for people to do that, even for myself. Um, hey, I got this podcast. I see this as an avenue that I use to accomplish this great commission, to, to make disciples of all nations, to teach others about Jesus. So this is one of my avenues. You know, I'm also an entrepreneur. I'm also a vlogger. I, you know, I do different things and I use different avenues to share Jesus with others. So I, that's one of the things that I, you know, when, especially when I'm working with the college age or maybe young adults, sometimes they're struggling with, you know, what, Michael, what am I called to do? Or, you know, I'm looking at doing this as a vocation. You don't have to be a full-time church staff member. You know, you don't have to be a pastor. You don't have to be on a church staff to go out and actually tell people about Jesus. In fact, that's the minority. The majority of people are out in the world. You know, they're, they're doing other, other tasks, other jobs. You know, maybe they're stay-at-home moms. Maybe they are working in corporate America. They may be teachers, lawyers, doctors, entrepreneurs, influencers, athletes, you know, all sorts of different avenues that people can use to still accomplish this mission, this goal of sharing Jesus with others, okay? Because the mission doesn't change. How we do it it will vary, and it'll even vary depending on what chapter of life you're in. For instance, you know, when I was younger, obviously I'm in school or playing athletics, and then in college, and then even after college, I've had several other occupations, and even the past 13 years of being a youth pastor, and it looks like the next chapter of my life, I'm probably not going to be a youth pastor, but I don't know. I mean, hey, God's still in control, so maybe, maybe I will be, but I do know that the mission doesn't change. I'm just using different avenues at this point. So let that be an encouragement to you, young people. Um, don't get too overwhelmed. Don't get too stressed out about what you're supposed to do in life. You know, God's created you uniquely. He's made you who you are to be. But you are to use those talents. You are to use those abilities and those avenues that He gives us to accomplish your mission. Going back to Matthew 28, that mission of accomplishing that great commission of sharing Jesus with others, of making disciples, of teaching, of making others followers and helping them to understand and helping them to be obedient to what God has called them to do. All right, so don't, don't get caught up too much in, you know, am I called to do this or am I called to do that? You know, I have, again, I have that conversation pretty often. Uh, the big thing is to pursue Jesus um, what do you honestly feel Jesus calling you to do as an occupation? And again, I think that will change. It changes for a lot of people. Um, some people know from an early age they're called to be a coach or a teacher or a doctor, and that's what they pursue, and that's what they are for their, all, their whole life. That's great. That's awesome. Um, but I know the majority of people, um, including myself, you may have different occupations throughout your career. But how can you use each of those to accomplish your mission to accomplish the big goal because again we do it differently and that's what makes life great because what works for me probably won't work for you and what works for you may not work for me again like podcasting maybe God's calling you to do a podcast that would be awesome 
But just because I'm doing a podcast doesn't mean that you have to do a podcast. You know, perhaps you're talented in another area that you can use to accomplish the Great Commission. You know, what is it that people uh, around you are interested in as well? You have common goals. Maybe it's a sport. Maybe it's a, a hobby. Maybe it's just a friend group. Using those avenues to accomplish your mission. Okay, so now you know what your mission is. It's very clear. God doesn't hide that mission. He gives us a lot of freedom to accomplish that mission because there's multiple ways to do it. And I think that's what works best. I think that's what's great about this world and about individuality and having choices and decisions and and getting to be unique is we all do it differently. And hopefully we are all, as, as a body of Christ, as followers of Christ, we're all working together in various capacities to accomplish this one big mission, and that is, yep, sharing Jesus with others. Guys, I hope you benefited from this. I hope this maybe made your, made your purpose in life a little more clear, made your mission in life a little more clear. Now, yes, there's probably still going to be a lot of struggling in your life as to figure out exactly the different avenues that you'll use, but at least you see the big picture and then how you use that avenue to achieve that big picture. Uh, guys, as always, I love you. Appreciate uh, you tuning in. You giving me the, the approximately 20 minutes a week just to pour into you, to give you some truth. I hope this energizes you. I hope this impacts you. Uh, I hope you're spending daily time with our Lord to continue to grow in your relationship. As always, if you do find value, I'd really appreciate you passing this along to somebody that you think would find value as well and help us to continue to grow this because I want this to be an avenue that I continue to use for Christ and I want it to be a larger avenue. I want it to be a stinking highway, right? A freeway of just as much traffic as possible um, so we can share Jesus with others. All right, all right, guys, y'all have a wonderful week and I will catch you next week in the next episode. Bye-bye. I don't want to be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free so you could hear the truth.